What is going on, everyone? Episode four of the weekly ads, NFL countdown, covering the West today. Um, I have a couple quick bits. Quick bit one: Baker Mayfield is quoting. They're playing the Browns week one. I am going to fuck them up. Um, I kind of hope it happens. Like if he throws like four or five touchdowns, like three hundred yards, three fifty. Christian McCaffrey just goes off too, and they just like annihilate the Browns. That would be pretty cool, I think. I can't remember what school they played, but whenever he was on the other, I think it was Kansas. I wanted to be that Baker Mayfield, the the cocky Baker Mayfield, like yeah, the, the flag, cocky on like the other super. Side, yeah, if like he becomes and all sorts of stuff. Yeah, yeah, if he becomes super cocky, like throws touchdowns like crazy, Baker Mayfield, and then like plants the Carolina flag. In the Cleveland helmet at the end of the game. And I want one celebration to deal with a massage. I just want one touchdown celebration to deal with a massage. <laughs> the defense gets an interception touchdown off of Versailles, and they all just, like, massage each other's yep. shoulders or something like that. Well, one of them is in the background checking off. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing gay about jerking my teammate off. Uh, well... I mean, he is from Oklahoma, so and you know what comes from Oklahoma? Oil, <laughs> massaging oil. <laughs> <laughs> um, another uh, quick pick that I saw, which I thought was kind of interesting, uh, Erlen Holland, a striker who just is playing for Manchester City now. He played for uh, Borussia Dortmund before. He has a statue built of him somewhere. And the fans, they hated it so much because it didn't look like him that they store, they they, they tore down the statue and stole it because it was so bad. Really? Yes. I mean, I would do the same thing. So is that what we can go into, like, uh, Canton, Ohio and look at some of the statues they have? What was the other one? That, oh, uh, was it uh, Ronaldo had one, and it was pretty bad? Oh, wow, that's it? Yeah. That's horrible. Was it made out of wood? Yeah, I think so. I think that's how, like, they were able to, like, get away with it, like, as easy as they were, because it's just, like, a wood statue. Dude, that's trash. Yeah. So, well, I mean, if it was wood, then I it's not going to look exactly like the guy. Yeah, but this isn't even close. This is bad. Well, it looks more like Drago than him. Yeah. So, I thought that was a funny quick bit. Um, yeah, we're talking about the West. I'm excited about the West. AFC West is, like, as, like probably the most most stacked. Is that you? The completely stacked division in the whole league because each team probably has a chance to make the playoffs. Raiders being the least effective, but they still could. Um, And to kick it off, we're going to start with uh, the Denver Broncos. Uh, I have the depth charts up this week because I forgot they existed. And then plus cuts are happening. These are all finalized depth charts. Uh, All the cuts happened yesterday on teams. Russell Wilson starting quarterback, Devontae Williams at running back, wide receivers, Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, KJ Hamler, tight end Albert Okawam. Uam. Not finishing that. Apologies. Garrett Bowles, Dalton Reisner, 
Lloyd Cushenberry III, Quinn Mariniz, and Billy Turner. Defense, they're in a 3-4 with Dremont Jones, DJ Jones, Deshaun Williams, Randy Gregory, Jonas Griffith, Josie Jewell, Bradley Chubb, Pat Surd in the second, Kareem Jackson, Justin Simmons, and Ronald Darby. Uh, Brandon McManus as kicker, been there a while, and Corliss Waitman as the punter. Um, Russell Wilson's in Denver. Yeah. The the trade that everybody kind of was waiting for, the first big uh, domino after the – because this happened before Rodgers resigned, or was this after Rodgers resigned? I think this was after because I think Denver wanted to go after yeah, Rodgers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so Rodgers was the domino, and then this happened right after it. Uh, Drew Locke got traded to Seattle, some picks, some other guys. And then Russell Wilson's walking into a great spot because Denver's quarterback play has kind of been the issue the last few years. Yeah, a lot of rotation. Loves, loves his quarterback. Um, loves his quarterback, but he cannot draft a quarterback to save his life. Yep. So this fits the M.O. just like with Peyton Manning of finding a Hall of Fame quarterback that needs a job somewhere and not needs a job, but I guess needs a job elsewhere and shows up to do it. Running back position has been weak for them, so they've had a lot of guys come through there. Melvin Gordon, I think, resigned. Uh, Javante Williams is a starter, um, but they've had a lot of rotations there. And then defensively, I think they were a good defense last year. Um. But the quarterback play has just been the weakest point. But they got the receivers. Sutton and Judy, that's a group to give Wilson. Yeah, they need a – they got the quarterback. Now they just got to fill in those spots. The defense is always usually pretty decent up there. But, yeah, I mean, they got a good quarterback now. I would, I would never expect him to leave Seattle, but a lot of uh, unknowns anymore. As long as they have a good O line, Russell Wilson Wilson can make things work. Yeah, and he's in the thin air throwing deep balls. Like he should, his numbers should go up uh, this season. But I'm excited. Like this, this brings Denver back into contention as long as everything else does stay the same. Yeah, like defense says good, offense O line says good. Russell Wilson's there. He loves his wife, you know, can't stop talking about her no matter what. Like, they're good to go. Um, I don't think they have any. I don't know if they're wearing a throwback this year or not. I don't know. I, I, but I guess the thing with Denver is, though, is like, I guess Russell Wilson is the guy now for them. Do you still like try hunting another quarterback just because of Russell Wilson's age? No, no, he's only drafting what twenty twelve. Uh, tw- yeah, twenty ten eleven because he's the same year as JJ Watt. So uh, yeah, he was the same draft as Andrew Luck. Uh, he still got some. He still probably got a good five years left in him, or the year after JJ Watt. Because they played the one Rose Bowl together, but I don't think they played the other one. Um, yeah, I mean, it should be a fun team to wait and see what happens. It'll be interesting to see what they do. They had to make moves just because of what everybody else in their vision did. And especially when uh, 
the next team on the list has been dominating the division for the last four years. And that team's the Kansas City Chiefs, for anyone who didn't know. Patrick Mahomes, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, new wide receivers, new wide receivers for Mahomes this year. Juju Smith-Schuster, Marquez Valdez-Scantling, Mikel Hardman. Hardman was there already, I believe. Travis Kelsey's obviously back. He resigned and restructured. Michael Burnett fullback. Bunch of linemen and such. Defensively, it's different. Justin Reed's at safety now. No more Tyron Matthew or Saracen. We saw them being in, uh, or Sorensen. They're in uh, New Orleans now. Uh, Chris Jones is back. Frank Clark. Uh, Harrison Buckers doing some kicking still. Tommy Townsend on the punter. What? How do you beat the Chiefs? Do what the Bills did in the playoffs. Unfortunately, you know, the Chiefs got the last possession, but I don't think that secondary is very good on the defense. Plus, Mahomes, no, I'm not taking anything away from him. He has new receivers, but he's still got to build that chemistry again with them. Yeah, because, like, Valdez Scanlon did good last year with Green Bay. Smith Schuster cursed his team from dancing on the logos and everything under the sun he could have possibly done. Yeah, he found the perfect guy to dance with now in Kansas City. <laughs> the, is that a reference to uh, Jackson Mahomes? Yeah. That meme I that's sent. How, that's how you beat the Chiefs. <laughs> him and Patrick Mahomes' wife. That meme I sent that I found that had, for people who didn't see it, it's a picture of a futuristic city. And then it says what Kansas City would look like if Jackson Mahomes and Brittany stopped going to Chiefs games. And I thought that was, like, the funniest shit. Because you just, like, wonder, like, the bad voodoo. Like, if you're superstitious at all, it, all the shit that, like, they've been caught doing from, like, dumping water on the fans to him recording TikToks pregame with fans. Fans recording them recording TikToks saying, hey, they've been recording for... 15 minutes and still I haven't finished it or whatever. Like, oh, man. Crazy stuff to happen for, like, the face of the one, I guess, one of the faces of the league with Mahomes. What? Crazy thing for Mahomes is, like, he can't really, can he improve? Like, you know what I mean? Like, has he hit, like, a plateau that he just has to stay on? Uh, last year he threw a lot more interceptions, I think. So he needs to work on that. Yeah. I, I think they were talking about that where he had a tight screw high like halfway through the year. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't see him getting much better. So I, if anything, I see him getting worse. I don't, quite honestly, I think those couple seasons that he had, those were like anomalies. And I don't, I don't think going forward, that he's going to have as good numbers because he had so many good players around him that just made him better. He'll still be a 40 and 10 guy probably every year. So here's, here's his numbers for the last four years when he like was full blown starter. This is touchdowns and then interceptions 50 and 12, 26 and five, 38 and six, and then 37 and 13. Um, the 26 and 5 is the one with the injury because he only played 14 games. That's when he hurt his knee the one uh, year. Yeah, and I messed my fantasy team up. 
Yeah, and then uh, yards was 5,000, 4,000, 4,700, and 4,800. So, I mean, yard-wise consistent. His average gone down a bit. And then, like you said, the interceptions actually, like compared to his rest of his days, kind of throw his uh, stats off a little bit. Yeah. Like I said, he threw more last year. Yeah, so he threw 13 last year and six the year before. So you could tell it went down. That's QB rating. Yeah. yeah, his QBR went down too, lowest of his career, I think, or close to, well, besides yeah. his first full year. No, yeah, 62.2. Yeah, I, it's going to be interesting with the new receivers because uh, it is the chemistry thing. It's going to be the speed thing because, like, MVS is now the speed guy. He's not as fast as what he used to. Travis Kelsey's probably going to get thrown to a lot more right away. Harvin might be being there and then maybe maybe the Chiefs get a run game going this year. Yeah. Uh, Delaire was pretty good for them last year. I I wish he never resigned and decided to like just go to Cincinnati to join up with the LSU Tiger reunion happening there with Burrow and <laughs> Jamar Chase. He was a running back on that team. That'd be crazy if Justin Jefferson and him, like, if Jefferson wouldn't take, like, the buku paycheck that Minnesota's going to give him, which agency's up. He may not if he wants to win. You know, like, just they all sign with Cincinnati, and you just have that LSU offense together. They cool. just they just find Thaddeus uh, Moss somewhere to, to be tied in, which I think he was on Cincinnati last year, but he was, like, fourth string or whatever, third or fourth string, but that'd be that'd be something. And then they just completely annihilate people offensively. And add in some, like, O-line, too. Oh. They already got one of them. Yeah, yeah, they got the one. Yeah. Oh, dreams. That'd be something to do on Madden. <laughs> See how well they do. Yeah, just, like, get all the receivers and running backs together with them. And then build something else. Oh, I feel like the Chiefs are going to be the Chiefs. Like, I don't see... They're still going to compete. I mean, I, I think the question is, did they, did they do enough to improve their defense? No. I don't if they so. didn't, then I don't, I don't see them even making it back to the Super Bowl because people know how they play now. Yeah, the defense is weak. Yeah, I mean, Justin Reed, I don't think, is amazingly game-changing. Or the Jarius need, and the ends are the same. I ends. think it'll. I think it'll be tougher for them this year. I really do. Especially these division games, because that's a big thing that circled with this division. Is like, I want all these. I just want these teams to all play each other sixteen times or seventeen times or sixteen times, and then they play the Patriots or something like that. You know, like <laughs> like play like the best team that's outside of the four of them, because I feel like these are going to be. They should be really good games, like, just looking at this paper. Especially, like, when Russell Wilson rolls into Arrowhead, it's going to be cool. And then when Patrick Mahomes rolls into Denver with Russell Wilson at quarterback, like, those games are going to be exciting between those two teams. Um, But then we have another team that uh, won some games last year and then lost every single game until they uh, won the final two to make the playoffs. 
That's the Vegas Raiders. Derek Carr is still quarterback. Josh Jacobs is there. Henry Ruggs is still trying to figure out if he's going to be in jail or not. Uh, they got Devontae Adams, Hunter Renfro, Darren Waller's at tight end. Uh, defensively, Max Crosby got resigned. He's getting paid. They got Chandler Jones now. They added him. Uh, Rock Yassine. Uh, Jonathan Abram, I believe, is new for them. So they put some stuff. Um, recently, though, uh, Leatherneck. They out of Alabama. They drafted him first round last year. They just cut him yesterday. They tried traded him. All other thirty one teams said no, thank you, and they waived him. So they owe him like eight million dollars for the year or whatever. And the Chicago Bears picked him up. Oof. Oh yeah. So and quality players. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess technically they're getting for free since his salary is getting covered, but uh. It is kind yeah. of, it is something to be a first round pick lineman and then you got cut. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's pretty sad, honestly. Yeah, and the Raiders have the worst line in the league. So it's cool that they added Devontae Adams, one of the best receivers in the league, for Derek Carr to throw to. They have chemistry. Yep. And then, you know, it takes uh stuff off Waller because Derek Carr throws to him too many times in a game. Because he has no one else to throw to. Hunter Renfro is good, but he's not, you know, a big number one receiver. Now they have that, but now if you have a... And then Josh Jacobs is, you know, a decent back. But if you have the worst O-line in the league, some of that might not matter. The O-line determines a lot of things. And for them, it may determine the season. Especially when Derek Carr had 13 fumbles last season. Well, we saw what happened to the Bengals last year in the Super Bowl. The O line cost him. He didn't. Burrow didn't have enough time, and Chase was wide open. If he just had those couple extra seconds, he could have could have made it. But the offensive line just didn't hold up. Um, we mentioned this the other day with the whole uh, Tom Brady possibly would have went to the Raiders, and what would happen with Derek Carr? Is so. I saw a comment, and I think it was on the comic with Leatherneck getting waived. And I just read a little thread, and people, there was probably like a 15 comments on this thing. And two people said Derek Carr sucks, and he's the problem with the team. And then 13 other people said, no, it's not Derek Carr. It's like there's obviously other things like O line, coaching, whatever else, right? Do you guys think Derek Carr's a problem? Or do you think having some more pieces around him, like to have a good team again, just like the one year when they made the playoffs. Carr has decent numbers every year. Yeah, I don't think Derek Carr is the problem. Yeah, I don't I don't either because I think he does have good numbers um, besides his fumbling. He's decent. He had his most interceptions last year, but again, he really didn't have anyone to throw to. He was forcing a lot of balls, especially the Waller. He got sacked 40 times last season. That's that O-line issue, you know? Um, yeah, look, you can't click Oakland on ESPN because it doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> Raiders. Yeah, just like the St. Louis Rams. Um, I'd be excited to see what he can do with Adams, just having, like, a good receiver who he does know. Could be game-changing for him. Bring the fans a show in Vegas that they need. Yeah. Um, so he can get the ball out in under like 2.5 seconds. Yeah. 
<laughs> I don't think I think he I feel like watching him play, he is one of the s- slower throwers in the game. Compared to like that mid range of guys. Because he's not a young guy because he got drafted like ten years ago now. Mm-hmm. Or whatever, you know, but he's like in that middle group. Like Wilson or whatever, but yeah, I don't he's not one of those fast throwers. But maybe things change. Um this is uh what's his face as coach now with the Raiders. Oh, I can't think of his name. From New England. Uh, McDaniels. McDaniels, yeah. Josh McDaniels is the coach now. So that's going to be interesting to see. Yeah, he stuck around this time. Yeah, so this brings up a question here, though. Because, like, we all know he didn't take the Colts job the one time. He backed out of it. And now he took the Raiders job. Is it just because it's in Vegas? Vegas? Or do you think he just likes the situation better, like with Derek Carr quarterback, because he was going to take the Colts job when there wasn't a quarterback, right? Because luck would have. Uh, yeah, it was uh, instead of McDaniel's, uh, Frank Wright came. Yeah. I don't know. I think uh, a couple things went into it. You know, Patriots and the Colts are such a big rivalry where he didn't want to go there. Or maybe he. Took too much under him because he saw how other coaches did and didn't think he was ready yet. Uh, that's probably a lot of factors. Uh, I, for one, am yeah. glad we didn't get McDaniels just because of how he was whenever he uh, did coach the Broncos for the short time he did. Yeah, this is going to make this interesting. I'm kind of curious how this goes with him. Um, did they win all their... Yeah, they won all their preseason games. No, it doesn't mean anything, but that's just kind of interesting. And uh, I guess that goes into our uh, our next team, the Los Angeles Chargers, or the San Diego Chargers, as some people still call them, even though they're not in San Diego anymore, led by Justin Herbert. San Diego. Austin Eckler. Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, and Joshua Palmer to throw to. Uh, running back. Oh, I said Eckler already. I forgot that they don't have anyone else. Uh, Sonny. Since Sonny Michelle's on here, I thought he got waived this week. Uh, uh, Corey Lindsay at center. Defensively, you got Joey Bosa leading the charge. Khalil Mack. Been four weeks since we mentioned him. We get to see what he does with this team. Uh, Duran Dame Jr., Johnson, a few names on here. I like Justin Herbert a lot. And it's crazy to think that if Tyrod Taylor didn't almost die, this he probably wouldn't have played that half season he did or whatever, and he would have been on the bench. And last season, playing all year, we might not even have like seen that. Accordingly, like we might have, there probably would have been a QB battle, but I think the, in that early development of playtime helped him a lot. Yeah. But uh, what a surprise he is for like anyone who decided to pass him up. In I that thought draft. I thought he was the best quarterback in the draft, or one. I mean, one of them. I I wish he could. I wanted him on the Colts just because 
he was good at Oregon. And the Chargers, I think they got the right quarterback probably for a while. Yeah. Like, he is a good talent who's playing. Good arm, smart, makes the right plays. Like, really, the only weakness he has is his coach. Because, like, how many games last year did they get fucked over because the coach wanted to go for two-point conversions? Like, that Chiefs game last year. Yeah. Like, they we have going for two-point conversions after touchdowns instead of just kicking the extra point, and they kept not converting, and they would have had the three more points, they would have won the game. And, would you know, like, the Chiefs couldn't have tied it or whatever happened. Yeah, because they tied it and went to overtime, I think. Um, But as long as he plays well, he's got the pieces around him. They're a good upcoming team. They're going to compete for an AFC championship here pretty soon, I think. It'd be good for the Chargers franchise. I don't like that it counts as being good for L.A. That'd be good for the Chargers and their 5,000 fans. And not San Diego. Does it count as a win for San Diego? Like, I'm pretty sure there's probably still, like, Chargers fans in San Diego. But, like... Oh, there are. But do you think, like, because it's still in the same state, they're willing to cheer for it more than, say, like... St. Louis fans cheering for L.A. Rams? Oh, L.A. Did, LA didn't leave, or the Chargers didn't leave San Diego just because they left because of uh, stadium issues, which many teams do now, and they had a better opportunity in L.A. So the owner just thought it was a better, better choice to leave. Oh, yeah, SoFi is, like, great. Yeah, when the screen works. Or it didn't work for one of the preseason games. That big circle screen? Yeah. Million. Blackouts. Rolling blackouts. Rolling blackouts. Too many people charging their vehicles. Speaking of rolling blackout, the Nebraska-Northwestern game this last weekend, the internet went out, so the POS systems, the point-of-sale systems, weren't working, so beer was being given out for free at that game. And the Cornhuskers fans needed it. And and they cup snake. Did you see the cup snakes? Yeah. Massive. They tried going to the second level with it and the guy dropped it. But they were go they were going up. I always wanted to see its cup snake go up into the next level. Um There's a lot of there's a lot of Nebraska fans there though. That's what the surprising part was. I think like <laughs> three quarters of that stadium was red. Yeah. They there's a lot I mean they're they're a big fan base. Yeah, they still, Husker still got a pretty big following. So I was kind of surprised by that. I mean, obviously, not knowing the stats, if those were like traveling fans, those just happened to be. Well, they also went because they figured it was a sure win. Yeah, or the Irish fans that uh that just happened to like Nebraska. Um, yeah, we'll t- we'll touch more on that. Um, but as far as the West goes. I hope it's just a shootout all season between these teams. I w- they all could go like nine and seven. I'd be okay with it. It's gonna be the high. It's gonna be the highest scoring division in football. I think. I th- think <sighs> Raiders are four. I don't want to bet against the Chiefs because I feel like that's a bad idea. Because Andy Reid and the Chiefs, but I have high hopes for the Chargers and the Broncos. Which makes me want to put like Denver or LA first, the other one second, and the Chiefs third. 
because I want the other teams to do better than the Chiefs, but I'm betting against Andrew Reid and the Chiefs, and that never works out. But like, but I don't think that's like I don't think they're spread out like super spread out, kind of like the NFC West was last year at the end of the season. Like I feel like they're all going to be like double digit win teams. Yeah, you know they're all going to be like twelve, eleven, and ten wins or something like that. Oh, but probably even higher than that. Like they could easily be like fifteen, fourteen, and thirteen. <laughs> yeah, when it's all said and done. And 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 honestly, three wild card teams or two wild cards could both come from this division, like the NFC last year. That's the what NFC I, West. that's what I see in this is both wild cards come from this division. I got Chargers, I got Chargers, Chiefs, Broncos, and then Raiders. But the Broncos and Chiefs are either same record or they're a game difference. Um. I think, uh, for me, I think Russell Wilson's going to show why he's always been a better quarterback than Aaron Rodgers, and he's going to win the division easily, going to beat the Chiefs twice, uh, then it'll be the Chiefs, and then the Chargers, and they'll be very close to the Chiefs, and I think the uh, Raiders will still do well, but they'll be at the bottom. I can see that. I can see that. So we all got the Raiders being last. What do you think will happen? I think if anything, they'll just repeat what they've done the last two seasons, win like five games, and then lose everything after that. Like at some point during the year. Like they might do it for the and start. Remember, if the Raiders would have lost last year, the Chargers would have been in. They both They both would have went in. Yeah. yeah. They both would have yeah. yeah, They would have tied. That's just that division rivalry. That and then like the Chargers blowing the close games that they needed to win. Yeah, you know, like, um, no, so dumb. But now we go to the well, hopefully, and with, with the Chargers, like the experience that the coach and and the quarterback get from last year. Well, I think that'll propel them to be better this year. You know, they need like the uh, like you know we always see in college the strength and conditioning guy holding the coaches back and there's a few NFL teams that do it now they need that same guy for the Chargers coach to hold his hand down anytime he puts two fingers up after a touchdown for a two point (laughs) conversion out like nope we're we're kicking one just extra point it coach extra point it like the kicking team should just go out no matter what Um, speaking of coaches who like going for two point conversions or whatever and people who like playing games, Kyler Murray. We got the Arizona Cardinals. Kyler Murray got paid. He had a thing in his uh, contract that said he had to study four hours a night. Stop playing video games. So much. <laughs> um, that got redacted after it leaked. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's probably something in every NFL's player's contract. Uh, you shouldn't even have to put it in a contract. Well, we all learned, the uh, Raiders learned that lesson years ago when they drafted, uh, what's his face? And they told Demarcus him, Russell. Demarcus Russell, did you watch the tape? Yeah. Did you see that blitz coming? Yeah, there was no blitz in that tape. Like, you know, like. That. <laughs> it was a blank tape. Uh, yeah, like, like, there's nothing there. Yeah, Kyler um, Murray got paid. He got paid too much. Um, But to help him out this year, to help deserve that, they traded for Hollywood Brown from the Ravens. And what was probably one of the biggest 
surprising trades to happen because that took away Lamar Jackson's favorite receiver, second favorite receiver, because Mark Andrews is still number one. Oh, yeah. But their other receiving threat, uh, Zach Ertz re-signed after last season. He's there. They got A.J. Green, who did not make the playoffs last year with the Bengals because he was on the Cardinals. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins is suspended, so when he comes back, it'll be complete. Uh, J.J. Watt's still there. Zach Allen's there. Buda Baker, great safety. Dude was playing in a cast last year. <laughs> they couldn't couldn't catch interceptions because he didn't have a hand. <laughs> but we could bat balls down <laughs> and such. Um, I don't expect much more out of the Cardinals this year. I don't think they made enough moves. Yeah, I, I agree, too, in terms of, like, movement. But, like, their problem last year is that they just couldn't win games down the stretch. Because they lost, like, every game. Like they were the went, team in the beginning. They went from being the number one seed to being a wild card team. Yeah. And then losing to the Rams. Because, like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they, had, they played the Rams in the playoff game and got destroyed. And had a horrible half. And then Kyler Murray wasn't taking the blame for it. Yeah, it was like, but Kyler he was, Murray threw a dumb interception that was returned for a touchdown. Yeah, the five-yard interception return. Um. He played horrible. Yeah. Absolutely horrible. But that whole team played horrible down the stretch. Yeah, but you're going to blame the quarterback more than anybody else. And you have to. Well, yeah, he – like, you got to take that and be like, yeah, I did play like shit. Now I'm going to grow up and not play like shit. Um, and it's possible because Drew Brees did it. I was thinking about this the other day. Like, Drew Brees, Kyler Murray, Baker Mayfield, they're all the short quarterbacks. We know what, obviously, Mayfield and Murray did in college. But we also know Breeze was able to do that. Now, Breeze could just be a generational talent like he was, you know, but he was also gunning against records with Peyton Manning and Tom Brady. Drew Breeze wasn't really highly scouted out of high school either. No. So, like, the issue of, like, seeing over stuff, you can overcome that because Drew Breeze did it. And Baker Mayfield doing it with Carolina right now after all these preseason games. Like, you know, he's going to fuck the Browns up. That's what he said. He don't even care. I don't even think he cares about even winning in game after that at this point. He's just like, they go 1-16. He's like, I beat the Browns. I beat Browns. the Browns. I'm, I'm okay. But I think, I think that's what Kyler Murray needs to do is just, like, be able to just be better. Just be better. He's got to use his legs. That's his advantage. Yeah, I'm trying to remember if he ran too much last year, like down the stretch. Well, he probably ran around in circles, uh, trying to. He was really good at. He is really good at running around in circles, though. It just seemed like that was his go-to, though. He would just immediately roll out. Yeah, he wasn't trusting the O line a lot. Um, Hopkins was hurt a little bit last year, was he? And then came back. Yeah, towards the end. Um, that's why he got suspended. Uh, did you see that uh, coach was letting Kyler Murray call the plays in the one preseason game? Like the, it was all the fourth quarter of like the second preseason game. And I think the first one he didn't play at all, and he let him call plays for a series or two. The coach was like, "See, it's not as fucking easy as you think it is." <laughs> is that something like that? The quote. Oh, that was kind of funny, and like all like. The stats for every possession that he called plays for, it was like punt, punt, punt <laughs> after oh. four plays. Like he just went three and out each time. Oh, wow. Well, he was calling the plays and he's like, That's see? That's always reassuring. 
So that makes you wonder, like, if there's any inside bullshit. It was probably just, like, camp bullshit or something. Like, he's like, oh, I bet I could call plays better than you. And Coach was like, all right. Yeah. Do it. Let's see. It obviously didn't work out. Um, but someone who likes calling plays, who's very good at calling plays, offensively, Sean McVay. Yeah. You see him mic'd up, and he said, you got to get off. You're messing me up. Yeah. Like, oh. Uh, and his Los Angeles Rams, Super Bowl champions, Matt Safford's first ring, right after leaving Detroit, uh, with Cooper Cup, Allen Robinson the second from the Bears, Van Jefferson, Tyler Higby. Uh, he's got a new center this year. Uh, we got Aaron Donald on the defense, Leonard Floyd, Greg Gaines, Bobby Wagner's there, Troy Hill, Jalen Ramsey's still there, of course, talking shit. Um, you can back it up. Bon Miller's gone. You know, we talked about that. He's with the Bills now after winning the ring. No OBJ. Thought I saw something today. I don't know if it was confirmed or not that OBJ was signing with the Ravens, but I think it was a, one of those fake articles. Mm-hmm. Um, the same, like the same ones I was saying, like Ezra Miller. I don't was, see him signing with anybody right now with his ACL injury. They'll probably wait halfway through the year. Um. Yeah, probably. The Rams, the Rams have everything they need that they can repeat. It doesn't even matter. Like, not having OBJ is fine because like Van Jefferson's gonna be there. Allen Robinson's there now. Like, giving Allen Robinson a quarterback that will actually throw to him. Like, we know what he can do when that does happen. Well, Stafford still had good numbers with like not too popular receivers anyway when he's in Detroit, so that shouldn't be too big of an issue. Oh Plus he still has yeah. Cup. Yeah, yeah. Plus, Cooper Cup is the workhorse anyway. So, like, we we know how that goes. Um, Bobby Wagner going there was pretty good for that defense to help him out. Yeah, he'd probably be more of a threat than Von Miller was when he was there. I think. Um, I was kind of thinking about the Bengals and the Rams having a joint practice session. That led to a brawl, yeah. and there's the picture of Aaron Donald with two Bengals helmets in his hands, ready to go. Aaron Donald's an angry little guy. He is an angry guy. Like, his aggression levels and what he does to guys is angry. It's very dangerous. Uh, my wondering is if he was ready to use those helmets, or he just grabbed them and just, like, there just happened to be a picture there, like he was fucking around. Because uh, I don't know if there's a video of him doing that. I've just seen the stills. Well, I mean, judging by the fact that he wasn't, like, reprimanded or anything, this is probably just for show. Yeah. Now, if he would have went full Miles Garrett on uh, someone, just double swinging the helmets, ready for war, that would have been something. Um, We talked about this because we watched the Super Bowl together, but Dylan, when Aaron Donald last year, right before the Super Bowl, says, if we win, I'm retiring. If we lose, I'm staying. Wins the Super Bowl. Decides to stay. What's your take on that? Like, someone making a statement like that. Um, I mean, honestly, I think it's a stupid statement. Just, like, why would you just... I, I don't know. Everyone has their own personal reasons for saying things, but... I mean, if you 
especially like some 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 teams win and they're not as stacked as like the Chiefs are or like the Rams are. But if you have a if you're on a team like the Rams and you're as stacked as they are, why would you not come back every year? And I think he probably said that to himself. Yeah. Cause they have to be by far the favorite still above anyone else, even the Chiefs, because they're they just have so many good players. Yeah, they pretty much have the same team. Yeah, I thought I thought that was just funny because like we were saying like because they kept that's all they talked about for pregame at the Super Bowl last year. Oh, I was yeah, like, was if they win, Aaron Donald's gonna retire. Yeah. It's like, no, he's not. He's gonna win. He's gonna be like, guess what? I'm but coming back because we just won the Super Bowl. Yeah. And why don't I make another twenty four million dollars along the way? Yeah, right? yeah, exactly. Like, and, like, like you're not done playing. Obviously, you're in fantastic shape. You're never hurt. Do you think? Do you think guys right. say that just to like? put it into like their teammates minds like like if, if you guys don't put out now then I'll, I'll be gone yeah maybe that's, or, a, that's a good point see, but add like, a little more motivation I could see that being better. if it was like a yeah. shitty team though like if you were like yeah but it's 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 tough to go to back to back Super Bowls and I'm pretty sure he saw that as like look you know Maybe in his head, he's like, I don't have another two or three years probably in me. I don't want to play that long. So let's try to do it. Yeah. Now. Yeah. You know what I mean, well, yeah. But so it's it's one of those where you don't know. Plus, he's an angry little guy anyway. So he's probably just trying to do something. <laughs> um, speaking of angry little guys or guys who just got re signed and aren't getting traded, congratulations, Jimmy Garoppolo. Restructuring yeah, his contract. contract. Isn't getting traded to the Browns, gets to stay another year in uh, San Fran, uh, assumingly to play if Trey Lance sucks. He will. Um, Jimmy G will play. Th- and you know what? The best thing is week one against the Bears, we get to see what happens because Niners are playing the Bears. I'm excited for that. Uh, in Chicago, too, I believe. My, 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 my thing is broken on ESPN, not telling me the schedule. Can't go to the schedule. It's not, it's not, it's not showing. Uh Trey Lance is there. Debo Samuel, they they resigned him. That's not an issue anymore. Uh, George Kittle's there. Kyle Yusek, who is just you know probably one of the best fullbacks in the game, because there's only like four of them. Oh, um, <laughs> but he's utilized a lot. Nick Bolsa's there on defense. Fred Warner, uh, Jimmy Ward. There's and then obviously Robbie Gold, legend, got to beat the Packers in the playoffs last year. Um. Kind of showed that maybe the Bears should never let him go. Playing in Chicago, yes. So that's 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 fantastic. The Bears could win the first game. Playing at Rundown Soldier Field, get yep. ready for injuries. Oh yeah, Ramasign Ram concerts this weekend, I think. So the field's gonna get fucked. Um, the Niners. I don't know what to expect from the Niners because last year shouldn't have happened for them, but it did. I don't know if that's the work of Shanahan. I don't know if that's just the work of the players. They beat the Packers. That's all that matters. Yeah, at home in the <laughs> snow and the cold and all the stuff that the Packers said they needed to make a Super Bowl run, and it all failed. Yeah, no Percocet. Um, I really wish – there's part of me that really wanted the Niners to win against the Rams because I didn't want L.A. to be able to make the Super Bowl. Cause it was like oh, weird. Yeah, Cause like too. I like I wanted Stafford to win because it's Matt Stafford, you know. Yeah. So, I but I like but LA. I don't like LA. So, and then I mean I don't like San Fran either. 
but it was like Jimmy G and that team and George Kittle. Like, there's a lot of likable guys on the team. It was never a game where I wanted more, where I wanted both teams to lose just as bad. Yeah. Like, I wish it could have been like a draw where they both had zero points and we just took took the other two teams and just put them in the Super Bowl. Yeah, it would have been better if they tied and then they just brought the Bills back. Like, yeah, Bills, like, Bills Chiefs Super Bowl. Yeah, or well, Bills Bengals. Oh, Bills um, Bengals, yeah. Because the Bengals beat the Chiefs. Yeah. But they, I was just talking about uh, from earlier, you know, that – matchup between the Chiefs oh, and, the, yeah. and the Bills in the playoffs. The Chiefs that was have, before we knew about the Bengals. The Chiefs-Bills Super Bowl, like, was another Shanahan meltdown. You know? like the, Which one? The, the 40, or 49ers Chiefs. I said Bills Chiefs. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 49ers Chiefs Super Bowl. Like, that was the Shanahan meltdown, just like the Falcons. You know, where the offense all of a sudden it just doesn't make sense on why the plays are getting called. And destroys it, and then San Fran, all of a sudden, everything that they were doing that was working, they did the opposite of, and were giving the Chiefs yeah. the ball back, and then yep. and then the Chiefs did what the Chiefs do, which is just, you know, you give a ball to a guy, and somehow he just runs 60 yards for a touchdown. Or is wide open. Yeah. Down the field, 50 yards, nobody near him. So, like... And he dances for the last 20 yards in the end zone. Yeah, so that game against the Rams, like, yeah, 49ers played as, like, good as they could have, but, like, they just needed that, like... One final possession to work for them. Yep. I, I don't know. Jimmy throws the interception. You know, he threw the interception, which I know he, I believe he got hit when he threw it, right? Like it was a bad throw coming off the ball and it ruined the final drive. Do I think they make it down the field to like score points in that final drive? No. The Rams were too hyped and they're too good at that point. Like they let them get back into the game and take the lead. Like that was the problem. Yeah. Um, the defense just let him down a little bit. The but the playoffs. offense needed to be like a little boost. Like Debo Samuel was shut down a little bit. But I don't know. Like I think they could have a good year. I think it'd be funny if Jimmy G like plays again and they start winning. I think that would be hilarious. Yeah. Especially when they're like so willing to trade him. Then they restructure his contract. And either way he'll walk. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and theoretically last year that's kind of what happened too with him. Like he was hurt and like whatnot, and they're like, "Well, we don't know." And then he kind of like they started winning. Um, it'll be interesting. I mean, I don't mean it wrong. I kind of want to see what Trey Lance can do because there's hype around him, but it just there's just some stories to follow. I haven't heard anything good, so we'll see. Um. All right. Speaking of quarterback battle, Seattle had a quarterback battle. Drew Locke versus Geno Smith. Who could be the least worst? And it happened to be Geno Smith because Drew Locke threw four interceptions, I think, on his final preseason game in the second half. So uh, that gave the job to Geno Smith. But he's got Tyler Lockett. He's got DK Metcalf. Noah Fant's there now from Denver as well. Um, It wasn't too bad of a tight end, I believe. The defense, I don't recognize anyone. Jamal Adams is still there. Quandre Diggs. Uh... Not really the defense uh, legion of boom that we had back in the day. Yeah, they're running a 3-4, but they got five linebackers. Oh. Um. I. I don't expect much out of Seattle this year. When is, when is Pete Carroll going to be gone? A year or two. Like, is this it? Like, or is that? Oh, this is going to be an embarrassing year for him. Like does he just need Pete to Pete Carroll should have left 
two years ago. Yeah. If he would have left, Russell Wilson never would have left. Yeah. I agree with that. I think he definitely kind of played out his time. Especially when problems. He's one of those guys where he, he can't be on a team too long or else it just, like, falls apart. Yeah, He's, like, that type scandals. of coach that, like, that needs to move around. Yeah, because I definitely think, like, I feel like the Legion of Boom days, there wasn't really a problem on the team at all. And then you had, like, Marshawn Lynch, like, doing his thing, like, throwing Skittles everywhere and whatnot, making messes, teaching kids to eat candy and shit. And then, but there wasn't, like, problems. And then, like, these last few years, you had the drama going on with the linebackers. Because uh, what's-his-face? Who was the one that got hurt and ended up playing the Cowboys and then flicked off the sideline? Well, I can't think of who that is. That wasn't Earl Thomas. That was a... Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. Was that with? It was, it was Earl. You were Tom- still with Seattle. Yeah, that was Earl Thomas. Oh, so he's with Baltimore. Well, he was with Baltimore. Yeah, because he broke his leg and then flipped off the sideline. Like when that happens, you're like, damn. And then, like, obviously, the whole legion got old and retired or got hurt or whatever. Well, they had the mindset of how they were so good, and then all of a sudden they started getting shown up, and they didn't like it, so they got upset about it. Basically, is what I got from it. Yeah. Because, like, right now they're playing, like I said, five linebackers. Jamal Adams is not a strong safety. He's a linebacker. Yeah, Jamal Adams is weird because he's, uh, he's a safety Super that plays weird. up front all the time. Yeah. So you're leaving three guys deep to cover. Oh. Yeah, Pete Carroll's time done. They're just, for some reason, they're extending it or giving him more opportunity for no idea. I think it's funny, though, that, like, the quarterback battle, though, like, obviously Drew Locke came over in the trade, and if you're Seattle, that's who you take from them at a quarterback position, so you have someone. Yeah. And then Geno Smith's the other guy. Well, Geno's there longer anyway, so. You know, he's been bouncing around. Um, I just think that's, I don't know, that's just funny to me. When I was watching the preseason game, it's like Geno Smith and Drew Locke. It's like, I'll be damned. Yeah. Like, out of two guys to choose between, like, that that's what you're stuck with. <laughs> yeah, that's a tough choice, ain't it? Like, like shit. You can't go wrong with either one. You know, both were, like, good in college, but nothing in the NFL. Um, For the NFC West, though, I got... I think it's going to be cl- the same as last year. I think it's going to be Rams, Cardinals, Niners, Seahawks. And then, like, probably a wild card team. Which would probably be the Cardinals. Um, yeah, I think you're probably right there. I got the I got the Rams, Niners, Cardinals, and then Seahawks. There's Niners, a part of me. Niners are another wild card team. Yeah, there's a part of me that wants the Cardinals to do it because just like for that franchise, because you know the, the their fans are always outnumbered in the stadium by the away team, no matter who the away team is. Which seems to be like the problem with all Arizona teams, besides the Suns right now, because the Suns are winning again. Um, but it would be cool for that and for Coach, and I think uh, it'd be cool. But regardless of what happens, we get to see it on HBO because Hard Knocks during the season is with the Arizona Cardinals this year. So if there's Kyler Murray drama, Ooh. we get to capture it for the last eight weeks because for some reason HBO decides we're only doing. Or nine episodes, or nine weeks, because they're seventeen weeks now instead of a full season. Awesome, great job! Which was fun to watch last year with the Colts, so I'm excited to see that one. Um, 
if the season goes like last year and they win 11 games and then lose every game after that, it would make it even better to watch because it would just be so... Oh, watch the morale be down. Yeah, it's like the opposite of the Colts episodes until like those final two games. So, um, that'll be fun. Uh, okay. So now I want to play AFC Championship. Oh, boy. NFC Championship. And then Super Bowl. So, I'll start my AFC Championship. Actually, I'm going to go NFC Championship first. I think I'm going to do Rams. And I think I'm going to. I think I'm going to. I think I'm going to say Bucks. I think I'm going to say Rams Bucks. AFC. I'm going to say Bills. And then I'm going to say I need to uh, who's who's the teams in the AFC again? Hmm. I'm going to say Bills Bengals. And then I think Super Bowl Tom Brady versus Josh Allen. And the Bills win. I think I, I think that's what I'm gonna do right now. What do you got, Austin? Exactly the same. I already in my head I had the NFC. I just had the Rams because they're defending champions. They haven't changed much, and then I got the Buccaneers just because they have Tom Brady and they were there last year. So I see them going again. If it's not Tom Brady and them, it'll. I mean, I don't know. I don't see any other team. The only other one would probably be the Packers, but I don't I don't see Aaron Rodgers being able to do it this year. Maybe the Eagles, but I doubt it. So I'm going to stick with the Bucks and the Rams. And then for the AFC, I just like the Buffalo Bills too much. And I also see the Bengals coming back just because they got better than what they were last year because they got the offensive line. And I do see it being a Bills. I see it being a Bills-Bucks uh, Super Bowl. It could be the Bucks or the Rams, but I see the Bills being the the Super Bowl champions this year. Dylan, what do you got? All right, for NFC, uh, I'm always going to pick Tom Brady, so Buccaneers. And I think the, you know, the hardest thing to do after winning the Super Bowl is getting back to the Super Bowl, let alone winning another one. That's why the last person to do that was Tom Brady. Um, so I'm going to – I don't think the Rams will make it. I'm going to pick the Packers versus the Bucks. Mm. And then – And then for the AFC, I am going to pick the Bills. But I'm going to go out on a limb, and I'm going to say the Broncos. I think Russell Wilson is going to bring it. And Broncos versus uh, Buccaneers. I would pick the Buccaneers to win. Cool. I like that. That'd be fun. That'd be fun. Um, I'm going to even throw like a dark horse team in here. Just looking at this like shit. I was thinking Eagles. When you were kind of thinking Eagles, I was like, you know what? If Jalen Hurts and like AJ Brown like end yeah, up like it, working it could out. could happen. Could happen. But my dark horse team? 
Kirk Cousins and the Vikes. Shit. Like, what if they they just got Jalen Ragor, which is the funniest shit because the the video's gone viral again of the Vikings staff coach Zim and the game in the twenty twenty draft sitting there waiting for their pick, and the Eagles come up, and everyone thinks they're going to take Justin Jefferson, and they don't, and the Vikings get Justin Jefferson. And now they traded and got Gregor, hoping that he works out, like because he only has three touchdowns in two years. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. so he's been a complete failure for the Eagles in the most embarrassing fashion because of Justin Jefferson. Um, and they got him now, but I don't know. I just... If the Vikes become this dark horse team that just make a run, I wouldn't even be mad about it. Now, if I had to pick a dark horse team, I'm not saying it's just because I'm a fan of them, but because I do see it as the Indianapolis Colts. Yeah. I see them. Because for winning a Super Bowl, you need to have a good running game and a good defense, and I think the Colts have that, and now they have a quarterback. So I see them being as a dark horse team. I do see the Colts go into the round before the AFC championship and I think they'll be my dark horse but we'll see oh do you got a dark I horse? don't know I see I don't know if they're considered a dark horse but I, I don't think a lot of people are gonna pick them so I so I guess they would be I'm gonna say the Patriots yeah Mac Jones I'm excited to see Mac Jones I love Mac Jones a lot and Belichick just always schemes himself. So, like, when you're scheming and now your quarterback's better, like, yeah, that's I mean, all that matters. Yeah. Like, that's enough. That's, that is enough. Patriots got a new offensive yeah. coordinator. Yeah, Patricia's back. Technically, defense, though. no, he's offense this he, time. Oh, wow. Because they already have defense because his oh, Belichick's yeah. son and what's his face, the other guy's doing Apparently defense. Apparently what he did in Detroit was good. Well, so, well, the funny thing is it's, it's split between Patricia and another guy. And so, like, both guys are going to be calling just kind of like how the defense is. Um, but, yeah, they definitely could be. Who Like, they the the thing would be if the Bills don't let up at all, the Patriots mm-hmm. could steal the division if, like, the Bills season goes wrong. Or the Patriots are just insanely good to yeah. get the same amount of wins, you know? Like, if they both get 13 wins or something like that. Yeah. You know? They could upset. They did beat the Bills last year. Yeah, and, and, yeah, one out of three times. Yeah, but still, I mean, but it was yeah, enough. Yeah. It was enough because they were competing for the division. Yeah, and they, they you know, they, the, they, they just thought the Bills were going to wipe the floor. They just ended up losing that second game against the Bills, and then they kind of had like a little falling out after that. Um, but yeah, like they could improve and do anything. So I think it'll be a fun season. I don't think the Washington Commanders are going to do anything though. <laughs> they won a couple games. <laughs> and, uh They'll, they'll command a lot of losses. The 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 most exciting thing is that will come out of the commander season will be what happens at FedEx Field, whether it's more sewage or the wrong seats or whatever else. It'll be something with the stadium. Yeah, looking forward to that. Um, for some reason I was thinking about betting just now, and the NASCAR race this weekend. I found this out today. Listen to one of the podcasts. Uh. Pretty much like three quarters of the field wrecked out Sunday. Um, there was like a huge crash that took out. There's crashes because it's just Daytona anyway. But a guy had a parlay for like five drivers that are never in the top ten to get in the top ten. 
Well, guess what? With all the field crashing and how well they're driving, they got like top five, top ten finishes. This dude won almost a million dollars. Good for him. And like the most That's unlikely crazy. parlay that could have happened in NASCAR. Because it, <laughs> it just it wouldn't happen anywhere but Tona or Dega. NASCAR. And it happened. And then someone else won like almost like the way they were saying it, it sounded like it was under a hundred thousand dollars, but it was like seventy five thousand dollars or something. Because it was like a smaller parlay. But, yeah, crazy. Crazy what you could do just like randomly bet in. Yeah. <laughs> like to end up with that and then that's what happened. And then you just almost became a millionaire. I guess the question is, was that a random bet? Or is that something that he did over and over again? And this time it just happened to work out? I think that was probably a random. It was probably just one of those like weekend book parlays or something that was like yeah you know like high odds but so you just take it and you're like oh if it happens it mm-hmm. happens if i don't because i don't think the bet was that big either that he actually put on it like the odds were just because like this is like the bottom guys of nascar who needed to get the top 10 like cody Ware, david reagan was racing like a bunch of guys who aren't gonna have a top 10 but when all the normal top 10 guys wreck out this is what happens because that's all he's left a dude won a bunch. Oh, so maybe a positive effect on NASCAR gambling every time they're at a super speedway from now on. Oh. Take the guys that never do anything. Yeah. It's those weird bets that always pay off. Oh, for sure. Especially parlay bets like that, you know, where it's just like, you know, X amount points here, X amount points here. Um, Real quick, I did want to go back to Nebraska Northwestern. Uh, Nebraska goes on this run in the game. They're just scoring touchdowns. They get a interception, I believe, then they score off of that. And Frost decides to go for an onside kick. Fails. Northwestern recovers, goes to 30 yards, and gets a touchdown. What the hell was he thinking? He was thinking that he didn't want that job anymore in Nebraska. Oh. He sh- he's thinking he should have stayed at UCF. No, he should. I still think he should have stayed at UCF. Yeah. I think taking that Nebraska job was ridiculous. Yeah. If he would have stayed at UCF, they probably would have been in one of these bigger conferences now. Um, I, I don't think he's going to last the season at this rate. No, like he has too much against him already. Last year wasn't good. This year's not starting off very good. So he's got a lot of stuff that's. Helping his case. Um, hey, you never know, though. It no, does happen a oh, lot yeah. where those teams like they went, they lose the first game, and then and then they go on to do really well the rest of the season. So I just don't see it with Nebraska this year. He just has he doesn't have a good track record there, in my opinion. He just he's not a very he, he, there's too much pressure on him. It's never good. Mm-hmm. The coach goes back to your alma mater because there's always that extra pressure and whatever else, and it just it just doesn't seem like it works out. Well, uh, they could they could do that run, which you know it could always happen, but I don't know. Yeah, um, this added to their list. Their like last eight games, including this game, they lost by like one point or like a small amount of points. Like it was a possession, but it's like literally like. Coaching decisions. Single-digit points. Coaching decisions is what's costing them, then. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Would have been crazy. College football kicks off this weekend. Sheesh. Um, 
some interesting games Saturday. Some some actually like good week one games. Number eleven Oregon's playing three Georgia. Go dogs. Pretty cool. Um Cincinnati's playing Arkansas twenty three and nineteen matchup. Uh the Utah and Florida would be good. Yeah, Florida's not ranked. Um I'm basing that's because last year they didn't have a no, they good had stretch. Good coach and everything else, so so that would be interesting to see, like, and then Utah's obviously trying to get back into everything. Um, the big game I have circled, Notre Dame, Ohio State, 5-2. and two. Oh, I thought it was Utah State, Alabama. Oh, I mean, Utah State, Alabama might be a good one. Alabama might score 200 points. Um, they, they get, they get <laughs> off to a really hot start to go into Texas uh, the next week. What games am I going to be able to watch at work? Um, my, the thing I want to talk about, is how the hell did Notre Dame get ranked fifth? Because it's Notre Dame. That, like, the Notre Dame ranking uh, hurts our souls a lot, Dylan. Me and I also probably bitch about this all 13 weeks of college football. They're freaking overrated, <laughs> dude. Um, How many top players do they have? I don't know. Five? Not enough to be ranked number five. I don't know, are they actually ranked anywhere? In the thing? Nah, I don't know anything about them. Um, I mean, they got the new coach. They failed last year in Brian Kelly's run. I. They don't have the returning quarterback. They don't have Kyle Hamilton because he got drafted. I feel like a lot of their good players all got drafted or left. Um, but somehow they just keep. Getting ranked high. Well, last year they were ranked low, but then they shot up the charts for no reason whatsoever. And they're not playing a lot of good teams this year. So, like, for them to stay up high, they, they have to beat Ohio State this weekend. They won't. Yeah. 42-24. Yeah, I, I can see that. Can I choose both to lose? No, it's because it's not the NFL, so they can't tie. No. You, can't, you can't pick both. In a situation like this, you got to go with the home team, and that's what I did. Yeah, like, yeah, like. Yeah, yeah, I get that. It's like, shit. Like, I don't see Notre Dame doing very well in the horseshoe, so. No one trials. And plus, like, Ohio like State, they got the same quarterback, same coach, same. They got so much for them than against them. Yeah, that's tough. I don't know. I'm hoping it'll be an exciting game. So I think yeah. it'll be 31-29. Dang, that's a close game. Yeah, I'm I'm over, I'm over something that's just exciting to watch. Like, if it's Ohio State fans just cheering the whole time because they're whooping, give me it. If it's a back-and-forth game that's exciting, I'll, I'll take it. Like, give me something exciting to watch at 6.30 p.m. Um... Because I want to watch a good football game between two ranked schools. Like, I don't want shit. Yeah. Um, Most people at work freak out because Notre Dame's losing. Like, yeah. Like, Sunday's Florida State, LSU, they're not ranked, but that is the only college game on Saturday or Sunday. Kelly's debut. Yep. So that'll be an interesting watch. Um, I remember Florida State played on a Sunday last year. I went into work, and they blew the game, or or they won the game, or they lost the game, or something like that. It was crazy. 
not too many decent games. There's a, there's a few good matchups. Usually week three or four is where all the good games usually start happening. Yeah, I mean, in any of these. Against, I can see Michigan losing to Colorado State just because it's Michigan. Yeah, yeah, any of these other ranked games <laughs> could be. I don't know what's going to happen. I'm just being honest. <laughs> just because it's Michigan. <laughs> we watched that Army game the one year. You remember that? Yeah, Michigan sucks opening like, game of the year. Army always pulled off the upset. Always so. remember Appalachian State. Um, Never forget. Do you guys got an early pick for who could win it all college-wise? Win it all? Yeah, because then we only have to pick one team. What are the, what are the ratings? Yeah, like, do you have an early okay. favorite? Alabama. <laughs> this goes, yeah. Probably going to happen. It, it very much is going to be, like, Alabama, Georgia again. No, it won't. I sue. I don't think Georgia will make it back. I don't either. I think Georgia and Alabama will play the. Uh, they'll play the two. They'll play that semifinal Do game. The two four or yeah, one. Yeah, they'll one, play. Three. They'll play the semifinal game. I think against each other. I'd like to see Georgia go back, but I doubt it. Uh. Man, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a weird. Yeah, you know, I'd I'd love to see Oregon win it just as a last hurrah before the pack <laughs> before they twelve just disintegrate yeah, into nothing before they join the Big Ten. I could and especially since they've been it there like two times and like in recent memory and they haven't won either. Yeah, uh, I could see. Oh, I see Alabama going. I see Ohio State going. Georgia or Texas A&M would be one or the other, I think. I think Texas A&M will sneak in there. If A&M made it, that'd be cool. And then I also see Oregon going in there just because they have the Pac-12, and that may help them out if they go undefeated. And plus, if they win this, well, I don't know, because they play Georgia. That's going to be a big, big thing. Yeah, that, they play mm-hmm. this game of the year. Yeah, that has huge implications. Yeah, I forgot Saturday. about that. Uh, but I, I, will say, I'll, I will do what Dylan said, and I will go with Alabama just because they're Alabama, and they always seem to do it. Honestly, mind. honestly, last year if that receiver didn't get hurt, I think it could have been a different outcome too. Yeah, so. and then I uh, wonder if uh, I wouldn't mind Dabo making it back with Clemson just because Dabo. I think the quarterback sucks. So no, he does suck. That's why I'm not like huge on it happening. USC got ranked at 14. That's probably just because of uh, Lincoln Riley. Yep. Uh, I don't know, man. It'd be an interesting. Oklahoma State may be that dark horse team again too, because they could have went last year. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. That's what, I love college football though. That for this reason, they got everything set up better. We'll definitely see how it goes when the kickoff happens Saturday and these games wrap up, and uh, see how the dominoes start to fall in the short college season. Two big games right off the bat with Oregon, Georgia, and then Ohio State, Notre Dame. It's going to change some things. Yep. And uh, with that, I think we'll wrap up. Next week, we get back to our regular scheduled programming of sports, entertainment, and whatever else the hell we want to talk about. Tex just got a vote in the coaches' poll. That's interesting. Yeah, did they make it? In the coaches' poll, not the AP. Oh, yeah. They may be a dark team, too. Who knows? We'll find out. You made it this far? Thanks for listening, and uh, see you next time.